0: Hi there, and welcome to Vineyard Church, Delaware County's podcast. My name is Michael Hansen. I'm the lead pastor here at the church, and I am so glad that you have joined us for this week's message. I'm going to have a little bit more to say at the end, but for now, enjoy the teaching. Thank you so much, Mr. Andrew. Hey, uh, good evening, everyone, and hello to those of you who are online. Um, before I get to my talk, uh, we actually have some family business. I'm a cited uh, this weekend. We're going to be introducing to the church some new staff members. Um, probably, I don't know, September, October of last year, our youth pastors, Jay and Jamie McKinley, came to me and just shared how it had been a long-time dream, something they'd been praying about, uh, to move to Colorado. I don't know why. I don't know why you'd want to move to Colorado. It's a lot like Ohio in that there are roads there. But uh but, you know, Jay and Jamie, uh, if you have youth in our church, middle or high school, Jay and Jamie have done a wonderful job. We're going to celebrate Jay and Jamie uh, in, uh, in in August. But when I heard that, I was excited for them, uh, but I was sad for us. And so we started praying and just asking the Lord, you know, this is a key, this is a key role. In the church and we put it out there and we had interviews and and, uh, and I am very excited to introduce to you this weekend our new youth pastors are uh, Brett and Heather Evans I don't see Heather where's it she's in the back she's in the, wow she's already we've already got her working so I'm glad that you, you and you can you can clap you can clap it's allowed it's, but We're gonna have them, uh, Brett and Heather and their kids, come on up on the stage in a little bit, but we thought it'd be fun. We asked them to do a little get to know the Evans family video. So let's run that video. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so now you know them. You totally know them. But uh, hey, so can we have Brett, Heather, Trust and Story? You guys wanna come on up on the stage? We can clap again. It's a real clappy night. Why don't you guys just come over here. Welcome to the stage. Welcome. And uh, while they're coming up, can we also have some pastors and if we have any advisory council members, if you could also come on up on the stage, that would be great. Um, church, I want to, hey Heather, you can, I want to encourage you uh, to take the time to greet these guys and just say hello. Uh, we are super excited to have them and we, we really uh, feel very blessed By God, to have these guys uh, join us. And so um, we're going to lay hands on them. We're going to pray for them. We're going to bless them, commission them. If you want to extend your hand, that's great. But we just want to encourage you to join us as we pray. So let's pray. Here we go. Yeah. So, Holy Spirit, we ask that you would come and do what you have done for hundreds and hundreds of years by calling people into roles of ministry. And just as a representative of this church, I just extend to this family, to the four of you, just a big, big welcome. And we welcome you into this family. And I pray that you would really quickly just feel at home here. So We, we, we bless you guys. We, we really believe you are the answer to our prayers. We really trust the Lord. He loves this church. He knows this church, and we believe you're the answer to our prayers. And so we, uh, just as we lay hands on you, Brett and Heather, we we commission you as ministers, as ministers of the gospel, as ministers of Jesus here at VCDC. And I I just want to read a charge over you. This is out of 1 Peter 5. It says, uh, Brett and Heather, care for the flock that God has entrusted to you, watch over it willingly, not grudgingly, not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. And when the great shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of never-ending glory and honor. And so we bless you, we bless you as a family, we bless your marriage, we bless the gifts, the passion that you have for Jesus and for youth, and for people. So just bless them, Lord. Protect them. Uh, In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Give you a hug. Can I give you a hug? Bless you. All right, you guys. Now get to work. (laughs) I've always wanted to say that. Hey, so seriously... They are, uh, we're very excited about the guy, these guys. Jay and Jamie, we're gonna celebrate them in August. Um, um, so make sure to say hi to, to the Evans clan. Hey, um, so, so we have changed things up this weekend, and what I mean is, what we were going to do this weekend is this. Uh, this church, VCDC, has a long history with missions, and especially in the, uh, the wonderful nation of Brazil. We've sent many missionaries to Brazil, uh, one of our missionary families, Christopher and Denise Meyer, their little man, Jonas, uh, are back right now on furlough. And so the plan was this weekend, we were going to, I was going to sit up here with Christopher. He was going to sit on my lap. It was going to be very intimate, just a real warm heart to heart. But no, we were going <laughs> to, I was going to interview him because while we have had a very challenging COVID, et cetera, season, Brazil has had an extremely uh, challenging time, and they've experienced it on a whole new level, and so we wanted to give them an opportunity to share, but Christopher has been sick all week, and uh, not with COVID. <laughs> well, that's not funny, but it's okay, but yeah, so he's been sick all week, and and uh, so we decided uh, to change it up, and and so please be praying for Christopher, and uh, we will do our best to reschedule and get uh, get them here because we really want to give them an opportunity to share. But, um, but on Tuesday, when I got the text from Christopher, uh, and just looking at it and, and him saying, hey, I've been really sick. And uh, as soon as I, after, just after reading the text, I literally had this, this sense. Uh, uh, it felt like God just sort of leaned close to me, if you can imagine that, and just said, uh, I've given you an opportunity this weekend. And, uh, and what, what that said to me was, I've, you know, I've given you an opportunity to make space. It's like, you know what happens when you have stuff on your, on your calendar and all of a sudden someone cancels? It just, you just feel like everything just opens up. And I felt like he said, I've given you an opportunity this weekend to, to make space. You can see there we're calling this weekend Making Space. But to make space for him, to make space for him, for God. And and that might sound uh, strange uh, uh, to to your ears, but, but what I mean is, you know, one of the core beliefs and values in the Vineyard Movement on planet Earth from day one has been to look for and respond to the active presence of God with us. When we gather, like we're doing right now, the kids are in their classrooms. Uh, well, I think our middle schoolers, are they in the room? No, nope, they've gone. Our middle schoolers are over here gathering. Like uh, uh, Wednesday nights, our high schoolers are gathered here. All through the week, we have small groups going on. Our goal as a church family is that we're, we're just trying to do our best to look for and respond to the, uh, the active presence of God with us. And I, and I don't know about you, but I know for me, that uh, that has not always been my understanding or experience, like church experience. Like I grew up in, the, in the, uh, going to a church, and uh, it was a very cool church. Uh, we were at church all the time, it seems, and, uh, but, I, but I don't ever remember, until in my late teens, I don't ever remember hearing the phrase, the presence of God. I don't remember ever Hearing, uh, ever hearing that phrase. And, you know, we would gather Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, Wednesday nights at the church. And I don't know what others expected, uh, you know, when we would gather. But for me, as a young guy growing up, my understanding of that gathering was that it really was just a very horizontal time where like minded people gather together. We hopefully learn a little bit more about God, um, you know, and we just do our best to be good people. And and you know maybe try and be a little bit more a little bit more like him, but I would say that uh, I don't ever think I went to church with an expectation of that God was going to come and and meet with us. So I'm curious, how many of you would say growing up that was your church experience, like zero expectation of meeting with God? Yeah, okay, maybe that was your experience driving in tonight. I don't know, but. Uh, but here's the thing, when I say that, that could sound very negative. What I'm not saying is that's not to say that God wasn't there. That's not to say that God wasn't active, but I can, I can certainly speak for myself that I had no grid, I had no understanding or expectation of his presence. And it wasn't until I was, I think I was like right around 18 years old, that I went to this church called The Vineyard. Uh, this was in Western Canada, and I walked into a room, I walked into a Uh, a church environment with a group of people who were looking for and responding to the active presence of God. And honestly, it was like something in my, I guess in my mind and in my heart, I guess, and in my spirit. It was like this little box that I thought God was in just went, just exploded to smithereens. And when I first encountered the presence of God. I remember uh, as teenagers, uh, my wife Helen and I, we would park the car in the church parking lot. We met in this, uh, this old building. And get this, we, would, we were teenagers, and we would run into church because we were so excited. And we literally, were, we would get there and think, we get to meet with God tonight. And we'd go running and thinking, I wonder what he's going to do tonight. Right, we couldn't. We just couldn't get over the fact that God, like, actually wanted to, to meet with us. It just blew our minds. And really, when you know, even as I say that, and when you think about that, really, what we were experiencing was, uh, was was really God doing what He said He would do. It was really God doing what he promised uh, that he would do. There's a story in the Bible, you know, well, there's many stories in the life of Jesus where, remember, as he's getting closer to the cross, you know, and, he, and there's stories where he's telling the disciples, he's telling his followers about what's going to happen, right? You know, I'm going to get arrested, and, he, you know, you're familiar with the stories. I'm going to die, and I'll come back to life. And, he, and in, in the book of John, he, he talks, he's, he's doing the same thing with the followers, but, but he's using different language in the book of John. And, he, and he's basically saying to him, you know, uh, to his disciples, to the followers, hey, just want to let you know, uh, I'm leaving soon. I'm going back to my father. And, and I don't think, I mean, I think sometimes we need to really stop and ponder that. Because for them, it's like, what? You're, you're leaving. But you can't leave. Because if you leave, this whole thing's shutting down. Nothing's going to happen. And Jesus, you know, he could see that they were upset, and he said this in John 14, verse 18. Jesus said this. He said, hey, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. See, the people listening to Jesus at that moment, they don't have the, the benefit that we have. We get to look back on the story. We know, we know what's coming. But they did not understand what he was saying right then. They didn't know that, you know, uh, just after his resurrection and after he ascends to the Father, Acts chapter 2, they didn't know that what Jesus was talking about was that he was going to keep his promise, and he was going to come to them, and he was going to come to them by the, by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And when I talk about the Holy Spirit, it's like this total mystery where God, it's God's plan, it's God's idea to take up residence in the life of his followers, and you know, and, and, and really to come and live in us and to empower us to be the people God's called us to be, to empower us to do what God's called us to do. We just came off a series in Ephesians where we talked about identity and purpose, all impossible without the Holy Spirit, his, his presence and his power in us. And so he's come to, to empower us, in that, and that's one of the reasons why in the vineyard we pray over and over, come Come, Holy Spirit. Like, if you don't come, what are we going to do? If you're not here, no lives are going to change. If you're not here, nobody's going to be healed or comforted or encouraged. If you're not here, no, you know, no, no one will uh, be set free from demonic powers. And so we recognize that. And so we're come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. But you know what? I've been working in ministry for just over 30 years. I was uh, four when I started. And, and one of the things that I have observed more and more within the church, within the church family, is that most of us tend to live our lives more like orphans than we do like, a, like dearly loved, adopted sons and daughters. And I'm convinced this whole, this whole place of, of, of tuning into the presence of God and being aware of God, like, doing what he said he would do. I'm not going to leave you as an orphan. Like, I'm going to come to you. Like, it's so hard for us to grab onto that and believe it. Because, you know, really, if we were honest, we would say, I think for many of us, like, really, you're on your own to do this Christian thing. You're on your own. Like, Remember, you're supposed to go out there and be a light, so you better get out there and be a light at work. Or you need to be a different person. You need to change who you are. I think a lot of us live that way, but that is a total lie. Everything that God has invited us into and told us to do, it's all with the background and the foundation of us being filled by the Spirit of God and empowered by Him to to do it. And so, what we wanna do this weekend is in recognizing and trying to do our best to, to look for and respond to the presence of God is we just uh, wanna grab onto this opportunity to make space for God to come and do what he wants to do. And so if the worship team wants to come on back up, I'll have to talk to their union rep. They didn't have time to have their dinner. I think they'll be okay. But you know, uh, one of our beliefs in the vineyard, one of our values is we believe that within the context of worship, and worship is way bigger than just singing songs, but we believe in the context of, of what we're going to do in singing the truths about who God is and melodies and all, like, all this stuff, we believe that that is one of the ways that God helps human beings tune in to his presence. And so what we're going to do is, in a little bit here, I'm going to have you stand up and we're going to go back into a uh, time of worship And we'll worship for at least a few songs. And then I'll come on back up. And and we're just going to do our best to see what God's doing and and, uh, to respond to it. All right? So why don't we stand up? Um, There are communion elements at the front and also at the back. We want to encourage you as we're worshiping to feel free to take communion on your own with your family. Uh, uh, So feel free to just grab that during worship. But uh, let me... Pray for us, and then I'll hand it over to Naomi to, uh, and Lindsay to lead us uh, in worship. So let's pray. So Holy Spirit, we do say, would you come? And what we mean by that is, would you come and take control of this gathering? Would you come and help us tune into your presence? You said, Jesus said that you would come. And so we welcome you here. We welcome you here. Just come, I pray for those that maybe this sounds, maybe this is new language or strange language. I thank you that what we're doing now and what I'm saying now is not a vineyard thing. It's a you thing. It's a God thing. This has always been your plan to send your spirit to come and uh, stir in our midst. So we welcome you. Uh, Just come have your way in Jesus' name, amen.